Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, bucker, Hamish. I will buck to the death for you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Ahoy to me, skidder, Jack. Yes, I will be doing more of that today. Skidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. The both of you. You would do normally your skidding along a river, I would say. Uh, I don't do it like everybody else, but (laughs) if you say so. And that's why you'll never be a bucker, because (laughs) you'll never get promoted. Does that give you a clue what that might be? I'm a high rigger. He does his skidding along the river. Yeah, I'm a high rigger. Uh, We wharfies. Uh, no, we are lumberjacks. Fish- are we lumberjacks? lumberjacks. Oh, yes. oh, we just use Jack to skid the logs down, do we? Yep. So basically- Sure you picked the right guy. I know he's been going to a personal <laughs> trainer, but... So what, so- I throw... Uh, you chop a tree down yeah, and I throw Hamish it down chop- the river? Yeah, Hamish chops them down and normally they just kick them onto rivers and they float down. So you're a skidder or hauler, Jacko, and you, you, you kick them down the river. We don't trust you with the axes, but you are allowed <laughs> to touch the wood. <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of downtime when we're not by the river. Or maybe that'll be the hardest day. Because I got to lag it to a river. Yes. Yeah, we a... harness them to you, and you drag it. <laughs> <laughs> drag it through. We we actually, as a bit of a gag, me and me and the other buckers, we deliberately pick the trees furthest from the river. From the river, so you have the furthest to skid them. What are you, Ando? Uh, I, I was a high rigger, so this rigging the tops of the trees, making sure they fall in the right direction. A specialist job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Probably like, the highest paid too. <laughs> and since, since he's been handing out the jobs. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, also, Hoy. To Darcy. Hi boys, trying to upload this while I'm on the tractor. Right. Only thing slower is, well, this tractor. <laughs> Great start of the podcast this year and look forward to it. Oh, nice to get a Thank bit you. of... Thank uh, <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you, you never feedback. know how you've come out, but um, slowly like, the reviews trickle in. I felt like we were gusto full... Early. I don't think yeah. Gusto's been a problem this year. Yep. Hey, I welcome think, back, um, Jacko, by the way. We thank used you guys. To last week, everything pleasant and happy on the, on the home front. Everything's good so far. Mm. Skidding your son from bedroom <laughs> to change table. <laughs> As, a lot of the skills are transferable from yes. skidding to parenting. <laughs> we need him in the bath. I'll skid him down the hallway. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, you suddenly realise you've actually been training your whole life yeah. uh, for just skidding this tiny little log of flesh around. Um, you were missed, Jacko, but we survived. But we need to start the show, Ham, with someone we haven't talked to yet this year. It's a big announcement. People are asking, has the Power Moves book sold out? It has at the moment. So we need to get an update from our head of distribution. He's also got another announcement. He joins us now. Hogs, uh, ahoy to you for 2022. Hey, boys. How's it going? Yeah, good. Ahoy, Hogs. Uh, Hogs, first things first, is there another shipment coming of uh, the Power Moves book too? Um, the, uh, the volume two, because people are waiting for them and should we be telling them that they can, we can start a pre-order or not? Yes, should be. I, I reckon we're probably about six or eight weeks away. Right. So this am I right in saying, Hogs, this is, um, this is, this, we haven't done another print run. This is still the honourable first edition, mm. but it's the second batch of the first edition that well, was held up. Yes. Okay. So cool. we are we're out of batch one. We are completely run dry, and we've uh, a batch two on its way. Um, who are you blaming for the delay? Is it you? Or is there someone else? Is it your 11s? 
Um, delay, well, we've, it's not really a delay. We've just um, released Batch 2 a little bit later. That's okay. a delay. <laughs> just so you know. When you do, you, you, do, you do something later and people are working, that's a delay. No, it's actually not a delay. It's, um, more, it's just a time drag for a further time. It's not. That, that's a bit of admin, Ham, because the main reason I wanted to get up Hogs today is because he told me some really sad news. During the week. Been investigated and, by WorkSafe Australia uh, for all the year 11s. <laughs> and raided, ra- raided by the ombudsman. And, and it shocked me and I said, well, you have to tell the guys to, to, to their faces or over the phone because I Sorry, don't. Sorry, Hogs, I, I'm using I, comedy as a defence mechanism there because I don't want to hear the sad news. Yeah. Um, but when I asked him about T-shirts that we uh, obviously have and whether there'll be distribution of T-shirts coming up, Hogs, what did you say? I, I don't think I'm going to be a guy for the T-shirt. Out of the rag game. <laughs> yeah. He's pulling um, out of the rag game. I, it's, there's a lot of skews in the T-shirt. Sure. There's just a lot of, I mean, there's, you've got different sizes, you've got different colours, you've got different <laughs> names. Yeah, people know yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. 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 In it, fact, is more than, it is a varied product. <laughs> yeah. So the beauty with the books is just, it's just one size fits all. Yes. Yeah. And I'm used to that. You know, I'm not used to the T-shirt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, first of all, this is a blow. This is a shame. Second of all, people yeah. probably, you could smell this in the air <laughs> when, I mean, from, from the get-go, you were asking to charge for customer service. Because <laughs> we mm. were preempting that it was already a headache for you and you're asking people to pay a premium so they could get what other companies offer as a, as a basic function. And also you offered no exchanges, only refunds upon them returning. So you had made it as easy as possible for yourself. And it was still very hard. Yeah. Right. What was it, so hard it, about it? It, 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 is funny to, to, it is funny to start a business with on such a combative footing. <laughs> and then we bend over backwards as the people of this show to make it easier for our distribution, and then you still want out. Um, look, um, I can still do the books. <laughs> so you're a book publisher. <laughs> so, you, so you're not completely quitting everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. But, but the the t shirts is just. I tell you what, I, I, I take my hat off to these distribution guys. Hmm. You are meant to be of one which of you them. are one of them, isn't that your business? <laughs> <laughs> That's what confused me when you said you're not doing it anymore. It's like, but haven't you got heaps of employees and you've bought a new warehouse and this is what you'd you do? You do third party warehousing. Yeah. That is distribution, isn't it? I know. We've um. It's it's really we're we're pulling the pin on on it. It's just too hard. Yeah. Instead yeah. of year elevens, do you need year twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. It's a specialised workforce. <laughs> Actually, wouldn't they be in year twelve now? But yeah. the same guys. <laughs> they've, 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 they've grown. They've grown and learnt with the same, business. <laughs> same people back that were going to go in but, and unpack the books for uh, you, your, your nephews and their friends. But that is. It's a huge problem, and every industry has got the problem. Like no one, the, the people in of Australia, they're, they're just not willing to work at the moment. Okay, so okay. Well, hang on, Hawks. Just so I can get a clear idea of this, and you can, I can feel the frustration. Am I right in saying that it's the variability of the order that comes in where you just go too hard? It's there's too many variables. Too many variables, and yeah, I mean the, and then we've got the 
we can't get permanent people to look after it because so then you've got to train someone, you know, every third day saying, oh, now this is, these are all the different little variables. And, <laughs> okay. Can I, can I just, can we run a live simulation here, right? Let's run a live simulation just so I, I'd like to get an idea of <laughs> the level of where it's too much for you. Okay, mm. so let's say a new order comes in. I want you to say the words too much. Mm. When I give you too much, and when it, when you feel yourself going, no, this is exactly why I'm getting out of the game. Yeah, okay, yeah. my my order comes in, um, Hamish Blake. Yeah, I would like one black t-shirt. That's fine. Large. Yeah. Lost touch with the common man. Yep, that's fine. I live in Sydney. Yeah. And can I have one white t-shirt? Nah, too much. <laughs> They're getting, they're, they're getting mixed up between the two T-shirts. Who are you, Levers? All right, that's fine. I mean, we literally sell a black product and a white product. Too bad. Too bad. That's it. Uh, all right, Bill Hawks. Well, what are we doing really with clear, the, what, what if we want to do T-shirts? We'll, we'll have to go somewhere else, which is sad, a sad state of affairs. But also, Hawks, we've got a black book and a white book. I just want to doubly, tell you doubly clear that you're committed to still getting those to the people if they want them. That's very... See, we made one big mistake with the with the volume two. We didn't, and we you know how we put the the amazing packaging, yeah. uh, the protective packaging. Yeah, we didn't we didn't label it volume one or volume two, so they're all just brown boxes. Yeah, and when you say we, <laughs> it's like you've never been in a warehouse before. <laughs> what is this? When we say brown boxes, <laughs> <laughs> when you say we, that's you. Well, you're in charge of distribution. Yeah. yeah, but we. I mean, you should have pointed it out. <laughs> I did when we got there. I ca- I went out and visited the factory and said yep. to you at the time when you guys people were just pulling about boxes. I went, you're eleven, so I said, "Hey, mate, just quickly, which ones are volume one, which ones are volume two? And that's when we went. Oh dear, that's when it clicked for you. But at that point, that's where I thought you'd at least go. Let's move the pallets somewhere. But they arrived from overseas without with no description on the bigger box. Yeah, so it's 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 made it difficult. But we've uh, you know we're working around it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I guess it's one of those things where we, of course, it sounds yeah. I wouldn't like to do it, but I'm (laughs) I'm not running. A warehousing company that's yeah. uh, that's that's offering distribution. It's like someone going, you know, it's like going to a butcher's and him taking it back and going, oh, mate, I don't know. Look at this meat. I don't know if it's lamb or sausages or... <laughs> no, yeah, it's not very... There's so much bloody meat. It's white not easy. Chicken, but... <laughs> yeah, could be pork, pork, I don't yeah, know. Right. <laughs> and you said they're going, yeah, well, I don't really know either, but you are the butcher. <laughs> We'll chat soon. Thank you very much. We need to clear the air on that stuff. But we'll come in. This much mince, then they want a sausage. Oh, too hard. One meat. (laughs) We're just a sausage. If we get more staff, can I get the job back? (laughs) No, not even. (laughs) Well, you've impressed so far, so yeah, you'll certainly be top of the list. Hey, we just obviously heard from Hogs that the books will be back out soon, but they're still flooding in. It's a big part of the show. We've got to launch into this year's Power Moves. Some crackers, some crackers across the break. Go, Fernando. Mm. Um, this is from Ben Bunt. Power Move. When you play a club sport of any kind, footy, cricket, 
hockey, soccer, netball, etc. And your partner isn't happy that you spend all Saturday with your mates playing and then going to the pub generally afterwards. Mm-hmm. When you have a bye weekend, don't tell them when it is. On the bye weekend, simply say, you know what? I'm not going to play today because I'd love to spend some time with you. <laughs> it's a, and it's a great not lying too. <laughs> smart. Yeah, smart. Never miss an opportunity for a little bit of leverage. And a power move from Brian. He goes, look, I call this pulling a departed, as in the classic DiCaprio movie. Okay. Um, it's Scorsese, yeah. DiCaprio, um, wonderful movie. When you're in a group and a new person is introduced, when it's your turn to say hello to them, say hello, are you still an undercover cop? (laughs) (laughs) If they deny they're a cop, then it makes them look even more like an undercover cop. Or if they say they are a cop, it makes them look like a bad undercover cop. (laughs) (laughs) From Jordan here, power move. For Olympic gold medalists to use. Right. We don't mind how niche it is. Yes. And he said it's also only golf related. So it's two very niche ones. Sorry, you have to have won gold in the golf? No, any type of gold, but yep. you use this while playing golf. Okay, so it's for Olympic gold medalists who mm. then go and play golf. Yes, socially. Right. Gotcha. Yes. He said, for people who don't know golf, when the ball's on the green, you're allowed to pick it up and wash it, et cetera, yep. or mark it so if another person behind you doesn't hit it. Mm-hmm. People normally use small plastic markers. <laughs> use your gold medal. <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, sorry, just so annoying. my gold medal. Yeah. Mm. Eight, um, uh, eight person skulls. Name a rowing event. I mean, I'd, I'd expand it to gold, silver, or bronze. I mean, it's still impressive to put a bronze down. That's true. Uh, actually, oh, mate, bronze medalist. You're stoked to get a bronze. Are you, ha- are you happy to get a bronze than you are to get a silver? I read a thing that people were like, bronze medalists are far happier than silver medalists. That would make sense. Bronze, like, you were so something. close. You're so close. You got to something. Then I was close to missing out. Yeah. Yep. Spot on. Yep. Um, but anyway, still, still all good for the golf course. <laughs> And a, mm. a, a simple one, but a fantastic one. Uh, when somebody's doing a speech, so this comes from Jack. When someone's giving a speech in an event, these days, not like a wedding or, you know, whatever the speech is, very normal to, for people to read it off their phone, to have yes. some notes, wherever everyone makes notes these days. As soon as you see the phone out, Get all your mates to start calling them. They will not. <laughs> they will not be able to clear the screen fast enough, and will thoroughly sabotage the speech. It is a great one. Like it. This is this really dates us. But remember, back in the day, um, you know when we. So we're all born 1981. So 2002 was the big 21st year. Yeah. Remember, it was the thing. If you're in backyard parties, as soon as someone does a speech, we were all just new to mobile phones. Yeah. And it was just relentlessly call the call, person. Call, call people or call anyone in the group because they, yeah, they just to start getting ringtones going off everywhere. And vibrate wasn't a thing early. No, no, you never had vibrate. You couldn't have a vibrate phone. So Jack's just screwing his eyes, <laughs> nose over. But like, so phones are going off at front center. Totally, totally. Fun. Hey, this one comes in from Logan. Drummer power move. Fantastic. So I might have piqued your interest. You've got I me. Play, I play drums in a band, much like Hamish. When we mm-hmm. play live, at certain points in the set, my singer gets very serious with the crowd and gives a speech about our songs and the meaning to all of them. 
at the end of his sentences in the speech, I had a boom tick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great joke, front man. Hey, and we love all the listeners, but particularly the VIPs that go to hamishandy.com, fill out a form which lists a number of little things, including a special skill. We like to think we've, we're collecting the world's largest catalogue mm. of one-off, unique, skilled people. Another one's come in from Jacob. He joins us from the United States of America, I believe from Columbus. Ahoy to you, Jacob. Ahoy, boys. Lovely. Ahoy, Jacob. Lovely to have you on. Uh, you wrote in, I can name any, and I mean any, in capitals, United States national parks, and also the state they're located. And if you want to make it harder, I can also do the year that they became a national park too. We do want to make it harder, Jacob, so we will need that information. But what took you to the love of national parks? Mm. So me and my brother, after uh, after high school, we decided to do like a U.S. road trip. So me and my brother, we drove from Ohio to Seattle, down to San Diego and back to Ohio in like four weeks. And during those, we hit nine national parks. And I mean, after that, I started going to more national parks. And right now I've already hit like 20 so far. Amazing. How many know. national parks in in the U.S.? It's not part of the, 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 the quiz, just so you know, but how many? This is just a warm up. This is just oh. to get the eye in. How many you got? There are 63 national parks in the U.S. Well, Seems low. I guess I thought there'd be more than that. They're big. How many do we have in Australia? We've probably got 63. I don't know. Good question. It's not a park-off, park but I'm just saying that we... But that's going to be a bit... Some of America's are whoppers. What's the biggest one? Again, not part of the quiz. The biggest one is Wrangell St. Elias. Oh. And that's in Alaska. In Alaska. It basically is all of Alaska, isn't it? I mean, having yeah. flown over Alaska, the whole thing's a national park with a little <laughs> squirt of a town yeah. on the edge. All right, Jacob. We are going to, in today's uh, contest, is recreate that road trip with your brother. Yep. Uh, you, well, not the exact one you took. This is me and Andy's own road trip. But, yeah, using the navigational facts that we provide you will give you the city we're leaving from, what road we're taking, how far we're traveling, and then using that info, you've got to tell us what national park we're going to hit. Does that seem possible? I think so, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Let's jump into it. Here we go. National parks, do 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 do. National parks, do 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 do. Jacob's a shark, do 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 do. With national parks, Haim, Park Shark. Is it? How do we need three from three? I think we probably do. No, now knowing there's only sixty-three national parks in the whole of the you know okay. continental United States. Uh, Jacob, uh, should we jump in the car and get going? Yeah, go for it. Let's All right, go. here we go. Uh, Classic. You can tell that's a man's been on a four-week road trip, just ready to rock. All right, Ando. Uh, uh, I am the navigator, and of course, we here we are. Yep. In sunny Virginia. We're in Virginia. Yeah, Richmond, uh, the capital of Virginia. Are you okay in the back there, Jacob? Enough leg room. Yeah, yeah. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> what a passenger! Okay. I can't wait he for great conversations hey, Jack, like that over the next Jack, few hours you, of driving. Is, is Richard telling the truth? Is it really great back there? It is nice and roomy back here. <laughs> he tells no lies. <laughs> Are you making a policy on all our road trips to put a uh, backseat lie detector in? Uh, all right, hey, so uh, yeah, we're in Virginia. Where, where are we going? Sorry, Matt, I should tell you where to go. Uh, we're going to take uh, Route 250, mm-hmm. US Route 250, for about an hour and a half mm. to get to Skyline Drive. Ah, I believe that, that, that drive goes alongside the park. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, should run us. Should run us. Take us straight through the park. Actually, if, mm -hmm. according to my map. <laughs> oh, good. Jacob, are we going to Shenandoah National Park? We are. We are. <laughs> we are. Yes, Jack, boy. can you just check in the back seat? He wasn't looking at a phone or anything, was he? He's got no screens in front of him. <laughs> Wowee. Jack, remove the sound effect for a second because I, well, let's pull over because this is great. Yeah, we're in shock. For the bonus point, what year was it established a national park? I believe 1935. <laughs> He's got it. He's got it. He's good. Uh, all right. This is He's good. good. All right. Actually, established December 26. So, so just snuck in. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were sort of like, you know, you can have Christmas in the bush, hmm. but after that, there'll be rules. <laughs> then it's a national park. You can camp, have fires, do whatever you want. After that, hmm. there'll be rangers. Yes. So have a good Christmas. Yeah. And then we crack down. Uh, all right. Back in the car. Okay. Back in the car. Here we go. Ah, Ando. Hey, Jacob. Sweet, sweet home, New Mexico. <laughs> yes, we're in New Mexico now. Jacob, do you have uh, that Coke we just got? Can you pass that forward? I'm a bit thirsty. Whoa, Ando. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can have some. Thank you, Miles. It was yours. Sorry, I thought you bought it for the car. <laughs> yeah. Good power um, move if you if, if if Andy gave you his money at the petrol station and you were like, you can have some. All right, well, Ando. Uh, in New Mexico, the, where are we going? Navigator? Um... Well, obviously, uh, we're, we're in Santa Fe. We're going to spend four and a half hours Ooh. driving down US Highway 285. Gee, nearly five hours away. Yeah. See, so you'd almost be out. You'd think you're almost out of the state. But, where, sorry, where are we heading again, Jacob? What's this park? White Sand National Park. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> We've made an error. Why? No. I mean, look, look, four and a half hour drive. Let me... This is tough for him because we could have driven in any direction. We wouldn't give him a lot there, did we? That's true. I did say down. Yeah. We're going to Carlsbad Caverns National Park. Yeah. Oh. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> How was your road trip? Well, there was one awkward day in New Mexico. <laughs> no one quite. No one knew what to say. Do you know that one? Do you know Carlsbad Caverns yeah. National Park? Yeah, that one I do. Mm. Uh, that one was. Uh, established in 1930. It yeah. was. It Very was. Good. He does know it. Look, hey, he's good. Do, would you feel it's been unfair the way that we've given you the clues? Mm, I mean, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. What a good man. A good, real let's... dilemma there to go, do I say yes and throw them under the bus or do I just okay. be a hey, good bloke? Hey, he slipped so there's no coin. But with yeah. one park to go... I'm just having a look at White Sands National Park, mm. and I'm going to see if it's near Carlsbad yeah. Falls. Um, Is it close enough or not? Here, let me paint a picture. Imagine a wishbone. Yep. Santa Fe is at the top. Mm -hmm. White Sands is at the end of one leg of the wishbone. Oh, yeah. Carlsbad's at the other end of the so leg. So you could still go four and a half hours driving well, The only down. thing, yeah, it's exactly, it'd be exactly four and a half hours out of Santa Fe. The only thing that he's got wrong really there is the highway. I reckon let's call that a draw, and if he gets this next one, he can have it. That, is very, yeah. that is very close. He's done very well. Uh, Jacob, you still got a chance for a coin. I, I think you have to get this one right. We are not getting back in, inside the car, but we are getting inside a plane. So let's all get in the plane, please. Wow. 
Um, don't worry, Jacob. Andy did one flying lesson <laughs> uh, about two years ago before he decided he couldn't be bothered getting his pilot's licence because it was too much rigmarole. Yes. So we should be fine with Ando. I'll do the navigating. Yes, same. We are going to somewhere that can only exclusively be accessed to park by boat or plane. Where are we going specifically? We've chosen plane mm. for a very unsafe reason. Mm. Um, so... We're in Alaska. We're in Alaska. No need to jump in early. Uh, so we can't drive in there, as Ando mentioned. But we would take a direct flight from either Anchorage, Dillingham, Homer, King Salmon, Kodiak. Really, any of the nearby Alaskan towns or villages would get us into this national park. My guess is uh, Glacier Bay. Turn the plane around. <laughs> We've made a huge mistake. Unfortunately, we're headed to Katmai National Park. Man, yeah, I guess yeah. I should have known because Homer is close to uh, Katmai. It yep. is, yeah. And what, what year was Katmai National Park um, established? Katmai was in 1980. Oh, He's see. Right. Yeah. I mean, your real skill is knowing the year they were established. Maybe yeah. a more fun application would be that people take you to a park and you don't really know where it is, <laughs> but then they tell you what park it is and you tell them when it was established. Um, you've done brilliantly, Jacob. Uh, unfortunately, not good enough for a coin, but I think you have definitely can hold your head up high. You know a yep. lot about national parks and great to chat to you from the United yeah, States, mate. We'll send you a token of no value. We really have to send you a token of no value because whilst we attach no sentimental value to it, Absolutely no not. no financial value, sorry, no. there can be sentimental attached, value attached at a later date yep. by you once you receive it as a token <laughs> from the Habish Show of how much we love our American podcasters. So please enjoy it. Uh, and and keep getting on out there to those parks. Thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. No worries. I don't know why I ended on like a, a note like I am a ranger, <laughs> encouraging all to enjoy the parks, but I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't want to brag, but um, I want to share some amazing news with you. Um I have the opportunity to get a pretty cool hat. Oh. I haven't got it yet, but I know how to get one. Is it a peaked cat? Like a peaked I just, here, here's the story. Okay. A couple of years ago, uh, I got excited online. I actually bought for <laughs> Zoe for Mother's Day. Sorry, um, you just reminded me of something that our dog at the moment got sunburned, mm-hmm. right, on a, on a, a cut on its nose, mm. and the vet said, Please don't let the cut get sunburned. And we went. Need well, a dog hat. Well, how do we do that? They said you have to buy it a hat. What kind of hat does it work? Well, I don't know. Dog? <laughs> Be a dog. Yeah, just. I mean, people put silly stuff. If you're going to get a vest for a dog, I'm sure you get a hat for a dog. Have you seen a hat? Dogs for hats? I mean, hats I've seen for dogs, dogs. Dude, I mean, we've all seen dogs in dumb stuff. So, but could you could get like a baby's hat? The dog, but like there's need... tiny peaks on those. Like the, no, no, no. The you need the, like the... so far out. No, no. You need you get, get a broad brim kids hat with the drawstring that they wear at school. <laughs> okay. That's what you want. I mean, or a, I don't think there'd be a dog brero, but you want something <laughs> that big. <laughs> well, a challenge. How about I mean a challenge for this hat, right? Maybe you could have this hat if I get it. Okay, I'll I'll donate it to Henry. A couple of years ago for Mother's Day, I bought Zoe, who is a quarter Dutch. Um, Possibly even half Dutch. Uh, has a fair bit of Dutch blood in it, like yourself, Jacko. Yeah. I'm half. Mm-hmm. If you're not Dutch, you're not much, as they say in the fam. 
the mini pancakes pan for puffages. Oh, yeah, puffages. Puffages. You need a special mix for the mini pancakes. You can do shake and bake in there. They don't come out great. These are the ones you find at like fairs and markets Mm. and stuff like often like in the country and you just like drown them in butter and icing sugar. I did a bit of Googling because I was like, I want to get the proper mixture. There is one place in Australia where you can get the actual Dutch mixture, like like pancake mix, Mm -hmm. called on a, on a website called um, Dutch Deals. <laughs> and yeah, it, is yeah. a, it is a website, and, I, and I'm not giving him a free plug here, happy yeah. to pay for it. <laughs> I don't have a backdoor arrangement <laughs> with bu- Dutch <laughs> Deals. Peanut butter. <laughs> it's not as lucrative as one of Jack's peanut butter deals. <laughs> but you go to Dutch Deals, and they just sell Dutch stuff. Like, they have gone hard so at cornering the Dutch markets. Hats as well? Like, is that the I know the ones you mean, the- but it's not even clogs and Dutch things like that. It is just Dutch foods. All right. I believe, like mostly Dutch foods. And of course, and this is where I got the pan from as mm-hmm. well. So I guess it's like Dutch cooking stuff. Okay. Koopmans is the only brand that makes the proper mix. Mm-hmm. And it they get it from Holland because when I've bought it before in the past, it's all in Dutch on all the right. back. So it's like three eatables of oil. <laughs> and you're like, mm, I think that's three <laughs> drops of oil. Or like, you know, 800 schmilkens of milk. <laughs> like, that's milk. I didn't know you could speak it so fluently. Well, you, when your wife is fluent, it wears off on you. So I'm excited. I, we'd run out for ages. Yeah. And, and over summer, I was like, you know what, guys? We're, I'm re-upping on the, on the Koopmans. Yeah. So I go to Dutch Deals. And I and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm never gonna remember to go back here. So I'm gonna try and buy four. I'm gonna try four little shake and bake packs yep. of mix. So I put them in my cart. And on the Dutch Deals website, if anyone's interested, this is I'm sure it's available to all customers. I put four in my cart, and the little pop up, the ad comes up, going going, hey, spend another hundred and eighty eight dollars <laughs> fifty. <laughs> you spend another hundred and eighty eight dollars fifty. And you will get a Dutch Deals baseball style hat. <laughs> Does so, it, doesn't fit a dog. <laughs> I wish Deep you box. could write back to the pop-up. Could do you do dog hats? Could it be a dog? But I love it's not even a baseball hat. It's the style of because Dutch Deals does not have a baseball team. I want I think we need to get one now. We need it. Yeah. Like, I mean who no. Oh God, you'd love to see the back end for that website to go. This guy was spending $36 or whatever I was spending. Yeah. We put the message up. Got he him. went back in. He bought, yeah, he bought like nine pans <laughs> and, <laughs> and got himself up to 100, spent another 190. We suckered him in with the offer of the start, the Dutch, Dutch Deals hat. Oh, love it. Tell you what, if you're very good this year, I'll organize a Dutch Deals hat for everyone. That's Hey, a lot of bands say they don't take requests. Our podcast, we actually do because... Requests only. <laughs> when well, we prefer requests, <laughs> cuts out the thinking. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being completely honest. I mean, did, would you not agree, sir? Yeah, I, I would agree. We had a request to bring back a game that we yep. pleased to play a lot. Do you know what? I mean, a lady uh, called Charlotte, a, a very important listener of the show. I joke about cutting out the thinking, but yes, the fun part about doing the request is, uh, you know, we've had a lot of things in the history of the radio show that mm. because we tend to get bored with stuff quite quickly, yeah. we would have a lot of fun doing something and then we just forget about it. Yep. And so we do enjoy the request aspect because it allows us to go back and relive the fun again. And this is one of our favourite games. Charlotte joins us now. Ahoy to you, Charlotte. Hi, guys. 
Charlotte. We don't normally do requests. <laughs> yes, Charlotte, we're very, only originals really every gig, but happy to do a request in this situation. What is it that you wanted us to revisit? Uh, Song to Cram. Yeah. Song to Cram. The great game where basically harking back to our university days, Hamish and I felt that we could cram for an entire essay or exam in the car park 25 mm. minutes before the exam, yep. and it played, it, we played into our hands very well. We mentioned this in the in the past, but often at the university we went to, we were doing management subjects, mm. and you would often get 15 or 20 minutes included in the exam time that was only for reading. You reading time. Write, just reading time, so you couldn't put pen to paper in that time. We always opted to spend it in the car park. <laughs> you were meant to be reading the exam question and thinking about your essay, but yeah. we would spend it reading in the car park, covering wigs four to nine of the <laughs> syllabus, just yeah. rapidly flying through notes. And you could retain a surprising amount if you ran in, didn't look at anyone, and just started scribbling down all the stuff that was slowly dissolving from your short-term memory, exactly. like a Snapchat. Which is why it was very important to not use reading time because yeah, you, you needed to be able to use your pen immediately. When you, could. you couldn't believe all those fools in there letting their memories degrade while we were in the car park keeping it fresh. Do you know what else I've realised for this show? And basically, um, you know, our my whole professional career mm. is taking all the weaknesses of anything I exhibited before 20, the age of 21, mm. and turning those into my profession. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I had speech therapy because I had a huge lisp, and now I'm a broadcaster. Yeah, exactly. Highlight of weakness. Yeah. Regularly. I just like, you know, being fast and loose, not being organized. <laughs> um, as a kid, um, just being distracted, not doing stuff because I was watching my brother build Lego. And like, basically, I was just managed to turn all these things into a career. Great stuff. Well, uh, Charlotte, we will play Song to Cram again. This is the game where yep. basically you'll give us a topic in a moment, but we'll get yep. one song in which yep. to cram, Google as much as possible, and then you'll come back and give us an on-the-spot quiz on that topic. Let's jump into it. Whoa, get ready, Song to Cram. Whoa, get ready, Song to Cram. Charlotte, what is today's topic? Agatha Christie. Ooh. Agatha Christie. Okay, who of course is a famous novelist slash movie, because um, a lot of her films get get made. Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. So were you concentrating slash movie <laughs> movie um, <laughs> plotline generator? <laughs> um, are you talking more of the books or more of the TV series or film? Or do you or her as a person? Um, books and her as a person. Oh, oh yeah, her as a avoid, person to avoid TV stuff. Well, did she do TV shows? Yeah, because mum, mum and dad used to always sit down and go, hey, there's a new Agatha Christie on tonight. And we're like, yeah, but right. I think it was the movie like Death on the Nile and stuff, aren't those at the Agatha Christie's? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I'm just saying she wasn't doing like, you know, 50 apps. No. no I think no. it was getting turned into a one-off special what event. Is, yeah, there you go. Um, um, but we're going to find out, Ando, in a moment. Well, no, we're, we... not, we're not going to look at TV or films. We've just got a hint from Charlotte. Which, that, yeah, she, I, th- I think it's like books, which then got turned into films. Mm-hmm. Books. I would... And her personality. Her personality. Can you put oh. Charlotte on hold for a second? Because obviously she this, comes up with the question. It's this, kind of like for people who yeah, haven't heard this before, it's sort of like reverse hard quiz. Yeah. Charlotte obviously knows a lot about Agatha Christie and loves her mm. and her books, a slash TV series, we're about to find out. And we now, yeah, we have one song to learn everything we can. So do you want to go with personal life or do you want to go on back catalogue books? It's a real conundrum because I find the personal life of someone that I've never shown any interest in boring. <laughs> <laughs> Yet I do think that's the easier. Yeah, I think, it's <laughs> I think as that well, could so. be the easier of the two. So, so do you want to be interested or do you want to win? <laughs> <laughs> 
I look, I'll I'll take personal life. I'll have it be proven wrong and find out something very okay, interesting so about I'm her as a woman. All on the books, and you go all on personal life. Yeah, and just so you know, it's mm. books that got turned into movies. So don't let that trip you up because we're not going to have that long. Okay, okay. so okay. just go, go broad plot. Line. I'd say you've only got time for broad plot lines. I'm just going on books. I'm going to try and get yeah, all yeah, the just names books. of books and plots. Because assume, I think the best gamble we can take here is you assume all the books became movies. Okay, not the other way around. She wasn't um, writing movies. I think she was from the fifties. 30s, maybe. You'll find out. <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> Date of birth would be one of the key. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting before I even open up Google. I reckon she was born yeah. 1912. <laughs> okay, wow. Um, uh, let's I bring Charlotte now. I shouldn't have said that because now it's going to be a fake fact in my mind. <laughs> Charlotte is back. She can hear you again. Charlotte, we've, di- we've divided all and everything there is to know about Agatha Christie into two finely tuned segments. <laughs> I don't Hamish know why, taking... but I'm, I'm writing down personal life on my page. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish is, uh, is, is, has got one side of the thing. I've got the other side. Uh, Jack, have you got a song for us? What are you chosen? Yes, this is... Kiss me, sixpence, none the richer. <laughs> yeah, I know the song. Uh, don't get caught up listening to the song, Ham. Uh, Jack, you start playing this song, and at the end of it, uh, how long's the song, Jack? Three minutes, ten seconds. <sighs> Would have loved. You're not ripping us it. off, but you're not being generous. Yeah. <laughs> the, the original was actually three thirty, but this is we've only got the radio edit. I'm pleased. Unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> I hope that doesn't cost us. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, thank you, Charlotte. We'll see you on the other side of this song. Hit it, Jack. Um, yep, this is the song I thought it would be. <laughs> Agatha Christie. Okay. Kiss me. I love the bearded barley. Oh, I'm pens down. Absolutely. Pens, no, I'm pens down. Pens, pens right down, guys. Okay, guys, that's it. I hope you like the song. Computer and down. Now, computer, put your pens down, your computer down. Yes. And now we must finish the studying portion of the test and we must go to the testing portion. Hey, don't make me come over there. Come on, okay. heads down. And, and off we, and here we go. And turn your paper over. You had notes. Not allowed, you're not allowed notes. I mean, whose team are you on? I sometimes wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlotte, are you there? I'm here. He's still looking. He's still looking. <laughs> it was a slow turnover. I've got a bad shoulder and the paper's heavy. <laughs> Charlotte, you've come up with three questions. Yep. Um, can you please start with question number one? We only have to get two out of three correct for it to be a deemed a victory for us. All right. So question one, what is the pen name that Agatha Christie used to write romance novels? Oh, that's definitely published. That's Pen name, Ando. It's not personal name. Her personal name was Agatha Christie. Dame Agatha Christie, if I may. Born 1890. <laughs> But that was her personal name, which I fulfilled my part of the bargain. But what was her pen name, Andrew? The well, professional name she used for her novels, the novel question. To, to a pen she used to write um, one of her 78 novels. 74, sorry, 74 novels. Really? I had 66. Um, short story collection. Um, oh, mate, I didn't, I didn't get to this. You get the pen part, name. But what do you think it might have been called? Like, is there something in her personality? Does she have a dog? Hang on, hang on. Lady, was it Lady something? No. Yes, Yes. it might have been Lady Malloran. No, it's not. It's not Lady something. She's hidden. Clarissa? Clarissa something? (laughs) Okay, um, Doug. (laughs) What was was the name of the the pen? 
Um, Mary Westmacott. Which Mary was her middle name, so I would argue that's personal. <laughs> Thank you. Mm, you didn't phrase it like that, though, did you? <laughs> Thank you. This I, often did know Mary was her, I did we know Mary was her middle name. She was, of course, Dame Agatha Mary Westlacott Christie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. other names. She did have a few names, and I noticed, okay, well, but some of them slip my brain now. Come on, let's go. What's the second question? All right. So Agatha Christie wrote the play Mousetrap, which holds the record for the longest running play in West End. How many years has it been running? That's, that's definitely that's my that's side of the fence. That's, that's professional. I mean, she personally so, would have gone to the theatre. I wish the question okay. had been, where was the play Mousetrap put on? Yeah. The West End, which I definitely remember reading. <laughs> but you've so, included a fact in the answer. Well, it would have I happened, do know, she would have written the play after 1921 because that was when she wrote her first book. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it would have been... It, it, and it before 1976 been, because that was when she wrote she her last died. book. No, yeah, she, she died then. It would have been during the marriage of her second husband, I would assume, <laughs> Max... <laughs> Whom she met in Baghdad. I reckon, Haim, let's just... I reckon she would have got famous... Let's call it... it I reckon it's run for... I reckon it's run 50, for 25 years. Oh, I was going to say 50 years. 56 years. 56 yep. years. 70. Oh, 70. Still going, is it? Yeah, well, it stopped for 14 months over lockdown, but it still says it's the continuous most running... Play, yeah, so. you, you, obviously with the pandemic, you can still call, call that. Well, give us something we've failed dismally, but give us the last one just for free. Oh, the last one's the hardest. So, oh, yeah. so worth two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what is the name of the self-caricature character that Agatha Christie included in seven of her novels? That's... That's definitely my inside of it. <laughs> well, okay, you got it. Like you got to think here. Mm. Here she is. Okay, she's obviously gone to Egypt when she's younger, mm. in 1907. <laughs> <laughs> she's come back, right? She's come back from yeah, Egypt right. later that year in 1907. She mm. was feeling poorly. Mm. She writes her first six novels. <laughs> she gets writes her first novel. They get rejected by six publishers. Wow. Okay, so the message there, kids, is absolutely keep trying. Yep. And then, and that's the, the bodily, the and then the bodily head, the uh, the Bodley head uh, mm. was the publisher to begin with, but she uh, changed to changed the William uh, and Scott, and so right? So of course, to publish right. to publish the incredible books featuring Hercule Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the self caricature character that Agatha Christie included in seven of her novels? Poirot. It's not Miss Marple, is it? Oh, I do like that because she was kind of like an old lady too. But um, that's this what I'm thinking. Was also a novelist. Um, no, don't know. Poirot's a fellow. <laughs> um, is oh, sorry, I have trouble saying the name. Um, Adriadne Oliver. Mm. Close. Adriadna <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> so two to us and two to you, and it's a draw. <laughs> well done, Charlotte. Good well fun, done, everyone. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.